You're listening to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now with your host, Jackie Koch, the podcast with all the tips and tools to help you succeed when all of a sudden you have the realization that you're the one in charge. Hey there, welcome back to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now. I am your host, Jackie Koch, and we are in the middle of a five-episode series talking about the difference between being a leader and being a boss. And the whole point of this series is really to break down the differences between what basically defining what being a boss and a manager actually is and comparing that to being a leader. And I, like I've said in in previous episodes, I have seen situations where managers are suffering because they lack essential leadership skills. And I've also seen times where managers are suffering because they lack essential management skills right? And that's really the whole point of this podcast episode series is really getting clear about the distinction of you need both to be a good boss. And today what I'm I'm doing is defining what the role of a boss really is. Like what is your role as a manager? And as an often as an entrepreneur, you hire people to offload some of the work and to free up your time. Like that is really what like you know you're busy, right? You're doing way too much work. And so you're like, okay, I'm just going to hire some people to offload some of this work so that I can have more free time to do X, Y, Z, or take on more clients or whatever the reasons is you're overwhelmed and you have too much work to do. And that's why you hire people. But what you don't often think about is how your role actually changes when you hire people onto your team. And so that's what we're diving into today. And I want to define what it actually means to be leading others. So, and what it means to actually like be a boss. And and to me, that means like the mission of a manager is really defined. And I use the word boss and manager interchangeably on this podcast. I think I've talked about that a lot. So just reiterating that here. But to me, the mission of a manager is really (laughs) defined in one sentence and it's to get results through other people. And when you become a boss, you actually need to completely redo your job description or mostly redo what your job is on the team, because now you're responsible for ensuring that the business is running efficiently, that your goals are being met, and that your team is engaged and motivated to produce high quality work. Before you had a team, you probably were the one doing the deliverables, you were how you cared a little bit about the business running efficiently, but you didn't care as much because it was just you, so it was easier to take care of. And you knew if the goals were being met because it was just you, right? And so now that you have people on the team, your role changes a little bit. Your job is now really to to make sure that you are able to communicate effectively. You have to make sound decisions and really adapt to changing circumstances. Like that is your job now that you have people on the team. I've done a podcast episode about this before, but it's worth mentioning again that Julie Zhao discusses in her book, The Making of a Manager, which is an incredible book. And she reflects on what it was like for her 
to step into the manager seat. So she started as an intern at Facebook um, in product development, and she quickly moved into a leadership role. And so she described as she's looking back what it was like for her to step into the manager's seat. And what she realized is that her job really could be bucketed into three categories once she moved into that boss role. And that was purpose, people, and process. So purpose is about the outcome your team is trying to accomplish. Like you really should only be focusing on that and thinking about that all the time. Like you and your entire team should know why what you're doing matters. And it's your job to set the vision of what your team is trying to accomplish and the goals they're looking to hit. And you have to set clear expectations on how success will be measured and what is expected of everyone on the team. And then the next one is people. And that is really to know the seats that you need on your team. You have to be able to identify who's going to be good at the job and go out and hire those people. So you have to be good at hiring people. And you need to be able to onboard them appropriately and provide them with regular feedback, coaching, recognition about the work that they're doing. And you need to be able to notice when someone is not the right fit for the job either and make the decision on what to do about it, have the hard conversations and do what's right for your business. And then finally, you have to think about process and you need to take time to design how the team is going to work together. What do you want the workflows to be? What should the systems be? What systems will they use to do their work? And you don't have to do this alone. You can do it with the team, but it's your responsibility to make sure it's done. Um, You need to think about how the team will communicate with one another, um, what our meeting cadence is going to look like. And that is critical. You have to become very good at running meetings when when you're in the boss seat. And there's so many different articles out there. I've written podcasts about that, about meetings and the essential meetings you need, but it's definitely something you have to think about is the process. And as you can see, the job of your manager, I mean, through all of these things, right? All three of these things that we just discussed, people, process, and purpose, like it really sums up that your job as a manager is to get your work done through other people and helping that happen. You're, you're basically a force multiplier now, now that you've stepped into the manager seat. And so that requires a commitment to your self-leadership and personal responsibility that we spoke about in the last episode, but it also requires you to develop, you to help your team develop the self-leadership and personal responsibility skills too, right? So imagine what you're, what it would be like if you were helping your team develop self-leadership skills, right? You'd probably be surrounded by people that you like working with because they take accountability, they're self-aware, and they're developing and feeling like you're investing in them too. Because we've heard over and over and over again that what the workforce is demanding is more fulfillment and more development. And yes, that can be some hard skills, but it's also those soft skills. People, you know, the more that you're helping your team develop their self-leadership and personal responsibility skills, you're also helping their mental well-being at work. And that is what you hear a lot about, right? And so that's your job as a manager now is to help people with that. And it's a big role and it can feel a little overwhelming, but by you going first and you setting the example and developing those skills, they're going to learn just from kind of watching you do some of these things. So now that you know your job as a manager, 
which sounds super, super simple, right? Like getting results through others. Great. Sounds so simple. Definitely not easy and definitely is not without some intention. What we're going to talk about in the next episode is the essential skills that you need to develop in order to be successful in the role of a manager or a boss. So we're going to dig into what those essential skills are. And then in the last episode of this series, I'm going to highlight and create an action plan for you to start to follow in order, you know, and steps that you can take to really start to become a better boss. So you have just learned that your job has changed now that you've stepped into the leadership role. Sorry to tell you, or maybe you're happy, but that's really what the point of hiring, right? So excited to dig in tomorrow and, and really share with you the four essential skills that you need to have to become a really good boss. So we will talk more again soon. Your business needs strategic people leadership much earlier than you think. And lucky for you over at People Principles, we've got you covered. We have launched some fractional head of people services where you can get a fractional head of people for a monthly retainer to help support you in managing the people side of your business. Perhaps you need more intense stuff where maybe you need some processes built out from scratch. You need to implement a performance review process, a handbook, a employee feedback survey. There's so many different things that you need. Well, I guess not so many, eight core things you need in your business and we can build that out for you. So go check out our fractional head of HR and people operations services at peopleprinciples.co.